This podcast is for women from all walks of life to come together and share their stories through their eyes. So thanks for taking the journey with us. Hey guys, so we've had every possible <laughs> every possible delay with this podcast so i know that that means it's going to be even greater i'm so excited uh because we have none other than the amazing alexis baxter i have known her since i was eight since i was born uh and i'm so excited for you guys to get to know her (laughs) businesses and all the amazing things that she is doing so for none look we have already wasted enough time alexis can you please introduce yourself to everybody Yes. Hello, guys. Like Simone said, I've known her for years. So um, I'm blessed to be here today to talk to you guys a little bit about myself. Um, So just getting right into it. Um, If anybody would ask what does Alexis do, you're going to say hair. Okay. Um, Now, um, I started off doing hair professionally um, 2007 when I uh, got my beauty salon that I love so much, Kose Beauty Salon. That's my baby. That's my everything. Uh, it's been 13 years. I'm about to celebrate my 13-year anniversary Woo! in about two weeks. I, it's unbelievable. I can't believe it. Okay? I remember and, it. Yes. And I'm telling you, it's some stories to tell. To get to them 13 years, you got to know it's some stories, okay? Absolutely. Um, Along with uh, having a beauty salon, um, I also am the co-owner of Bundle Boosters, which is a um, retail um, hair company that I have with my cousin Raquel. And we sell bundles and we um, sell custom wigs because custom wigs is my thing. Um, And um, we also now offer uh, seminars and we offer classes for those people who want to get educated on hair, who want to uh, learn all about the business. Um, we have a mentorship program now for that as well. And um, also learning how to make wigs. Um, one of the things that I've been doing now for the past two years that came um, as part of my love for beauty is I have a nonprofit called the Alexis Baxter Foundation. And what that does is um, we were we started off doing uh, summer camps for, for young girls, ages eight through 16, where we teach them all about beauty. Um, and we teach them all about not just on outside beauty, but inside beauty. We know that the beauty business right now in the beauty field is what a lot of our young girls are focusing on. Mm-hmm. So we kind of use it as a platform to teach them from the how to you know basically the woes and 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 the blessings of life we teach them through uh, the beauty business since that's what they're into right now you know so we kind of use what they like to get it on in and get that old school loving in there like that so um i just wrote my first book 
the bundle boosters boom. Yes. Okay, yes. I was doing the, the COVID heavy sit down. So I was sitting down. I told what I had and that's available on Amazon. And I just dropped the. Uh, our You're breaking up, Lex. Lex product outside of the hear me? for the bundle booster line, which is the at home wig making kit. Okay. So, okay. Can you hear me now? I did. The thing you said Are before you breaking up a little bit. What yeah. did you say right here? You. Okay. Um, so it was after the book, but right before the kits, what were you talking about? After the book. Oh, I went right into the kits. Got it. Okay. After okay. the book, after the book, um, we dropped our first product outside of outside of a hair product and that was the wig making kit yeah okay so 2020 has been a busy year even though it started years ago 2020 i feel like has really um catapulted you know myself inside the hair business so that growth uh, I, i'm proud of myself and give myself a pat on the back <laughs> yes so you said so much but um you know Tell us when, like, the journey started. When was it that you realized that you wanted to do hair? This was something that you were passionate about. Okay, so you love something. Sometimes you fall out of love again, and you kind of get that flame again. So I had two journeys. My first journey, of course, I knew when I was probably five years old, literally that young, that I wanted to do hair. I remember vaguely you know parts of when I was young but I remember begging my mother to teach me how to braid mm -hmm. <laughs> on a cabbage patch dial I remember we used to always go down south to either Ocean City or um or Virginia Beach and I remember one of those times I begged her so much that she finally was like fine <laughs> and she taught me how to braid on a cabbage patch dial and from that day that was it I never had to ask her to teach me another thing and I kind of went from there. I knew exactly, you know, what my passion was. Awesome. So um, you said so much. When I when I put on your flyer that you are a beauty mogul, you are literally that. So um, so talk more about starting your your uh, your whole uh, uh, your salon. Talk about that process. That was 13 years ago. Um, you know, social media was there, but not oh, as big. God. So talk about that experience of getting your business. It, it wasn't, right. Okay, so, um, wow. 13 years ago, I was 24. So, you know, I was 24. I, I, was, I was a risk taker. You know what I mean? Um, I, I knew that I knew that I wanted to work for myself. Mm -hmm. I knew I had certain experiences working with other people where it was like, I didn't like that, certain mm -hmm. things. And I knew that I were to change your business. So, but I knew that if I had my own business, I would have the power to run it the way I would want to run it. Yeah. So 24 years old, I opened up my salon. Oh, that was something because um, a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes. Uh, behind the scenes, I had originally worked inside of a uh, downtown shop as a hair assistant. Mm -hmm. And I saved all my money up for the entire year. I just saved everything up because I knew I, I, knew I was getting a, a beauty salon. 
And then I made sure that um, I took out a, you know, my credit cards because, you know, I didn't have a whole bunch of money. I might have saved up maybe about four or $5,000. Mm -hmm. I knew that wasn't enough to open up a salon, but I had got me some credit cards as well, two credit cards. I want to say they totaled maybe about 10 grand. So I'm like, all right. Um, fortunately for me, my boyfriend at the time um, was like, if this is what you want to do, I'm going to help you. So he helped with the actual decor of the salon because when I opened the salon, I would have been four walls. It wouldn't have been as glamorous as it was when it opened. Yeah. You know, he um, really supported. I would have got to eventually, but I didn't have the money or the resources to do that. So I was very fortunate for that. Um, secondly, um, so that process, I want to say that building was got in March. The shop didn't open up until November. Mm -hmm. So that was that long process of getting everything up to par, getting everything done, licensing. Um, and of course, I still, I, I couldn't work inside the downtown salon anymore because they needed me there more at the shop because when it's your shop, they, they, you know, you want to put your input in, but I picked up a nighttime job as a taxi cab dispatcher. Mm -hmm. So I did that at nighttime just so I can be at the shop during the daytime while they got the shop together. So, you know, sometimes, and I didn't necessarily want to be a dispatcher, but I did what I had to do in order to make sure that my bills got paid while I knew I was putting out this money and getting my salon together. And funny, funny thing is, I kept that dispatcher job for at least four years mm -hmm. after the um, salon opened because they don't think. So I, I can't believe I forgot all about that dispatcher job. <laughs> but th that's so important for you to talk about because a lot of times we think that, okay, I'm going to start a business and that's that and nothing like, you know, it's just going to be like poof, it happens. But I'm so glad you talked about that process of what you have to go through. Um, you know, it, it sometimes you might get it one month oh, and it's going to no. take several more months to happen. So I'm so glad you said right. that because it, it's so important for us to know that it is a process right. when you are right. starting something um, from the bottom. It and literally you started, yes, from the bottom. So um, from the bottom. Yes. So. Talk more about, so from that, um, you talked about a bunch of different things, but talk about um, your your business, your bundle boosters. That's one of your newest things you've been doing. So talk about that. Right. Okay, so my cousin, Raquel, who is also uh, my partner with Bundle Boosters, had been begging me for years, okay? At least past three years. Come on, Lex, let's do this hair retail business. At the time, like I said, I had two, I had two awakenings the, in the very beginning and, and literally about a, uh, about a year ago or a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I had kind of lost my way. You know, you, I lost my way where I had at one point felt like, you know, taxes, just the everyday upkeep, the overhead. You're like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? You feel like you're really just working your tail off and you're not really seeing the fruits of your labor yeah so at that point i had begun to deviate i had kind of lost lost the faith i always had the love for the love for it, but i had lost faith for the business even with to the point where i might have i even thought about like should i still do this you know mm -hmm. um 
so I had deviated a little bit and began doing things outside of the outside of the uh, salon. So when I made my mind back up about a year and a half ago, just something was like, let's, you know what, you want to do this and do anything else, just yes. this. When I decided to do that, that is when all my focus went back to the shop and she noticed it. She noticed, everybody noticed, you know, like, wait a minute, something's different here. Alexis is here 100%. She's not letting anything else, right, get in her way. She's not deviating from it. And that's when she came to me and she says, okay, so now we're going to do this. And I said, why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Because at that point I was 100% in and I was only, I was 100% in one place. I yeah. wasn't trying to split my time up any of that so I was 100% focused and um we started that right after Thanksgiving I want to say right after yeah. Thanksgiving we started that and honestly we started it with $800 a piece that's it I put up 800 she put up 800 I said listen we're going to just keep flipping this flipping this you know selling and flipping we have not put up another dollar since we put up our 800 our 800 dollars a piece and that allowed us to get um you know our logo done our website done you know our, our all our flyers done it allowed us to go from we started off with one texture straight now we have eight textures eight textures yeah. that we have now we have closures now we have frontals now i mean just from eight hundred dollars a piece but we were patient enough to allow the business to grow and i think that's very important you know it's not about making the money and taking it it's about making the money and keeping invested into your business and watching it grow so we actually hit our one year it's coming up in about two months and literally in two months we looked like wow that was only a year ago we did all that in one year with a total of a sixteen hundred dollar investment and we have so many things that have grown so much so you know we're like okay well this year now we're still going to invest but now we're going to we're going to put a little bit to the side for us now Absolutely. but we let that one year that very first year we let that one year begin to cycle on its own and we didn't touch anything so i definitely think that's very important when you start a business if you're worried about touching something you're not going to allow it to grow the yeah. way it needs to grow so That's, patience, pay, yeah. you got, it's not something that happens immediately. But when you look back a year, you'll be like, wow, all that happened within a year is unbelievable. And when you said it, I'm like, oh, wait, it was just a year ago that you guys started that. Yeah. So that that's so amazing. Um, I wanna I wanna talk to you. So you know, oftentimes, so I, I've done mentoring with young girls, and many of them have mentioned uh, their desires to want to get into the beauty and hair business, but have often been discouraged by their parents or older Ooh. people. Um, you know, talk about what did you ever have to go through that journey of people discouraging you and telling you like this is not a real career or things like that? Listen. I, when I say, it almost makes me emotional because when I say I have this conversation so much, I, I literally just had this conversation with my assistant in my shop. Um, when I first started, I knew, like I said, I knew at five years old, I wanted to be a hairdresser. I knew it. I knew the love for it. And when I told my mother what I wanted to be, she, you know, she came from that generation of they didn't have the they didn't have the opportunities to go to college. Mm -hmm. So normally every generation wants to give their child the opportunity that they didn't get. Yeah. But in my, as I've gotten older, I understand that 
every opportunity isn't for you if that's not what you want or need. Mm-hmm. So so I know that's something I would pass down. So I know that she did the best that she could. She wanted the best for me, but I wasted, I feel like I wasted time and years. I went to college for architecture. Mm-hmm. I got a full paid scholarship. I was always smart. So she felt like, oh, you got a full paid scholarship. You have to go. Mm-hmm. Where after two years I left because I felt like this is not what it, really what I want to be. Even though somebody is paying for this, I could have turned down that full paid scholarship because that's not what I wanted. Yeah. So even through that, even when I left college, um, it was like, okay, what do you want to do? I was like, I want to go to hair school. Are you go to hair school? It still was like, well, you still need to go to college too. So I was still juggling hair school and now going to college for business. You know what I mean? It, it was a mess because I really didn't want to go to college and I didn't, I didn't need it for what I wanted to do. So I probably say I haven't been to college for probably about six years for nothing you know what I mean yeah and and I I always felt like um um it was never looked at as a career it was always looked at as like a side hustle mm-hmm. you know what I mean a side hustle and that's something that I always had to battle with so I'm glad that you know I, I my personality superseded what anybody said you know what I mean because um the hair industry is a booming industry you know what I mean and you know the the if you love something, you're passionate about something. And I always feel like the arts are always kind of watered down. They water down anybody that's into the arts. And that's where I put hairdressing to the arts field. So if you're a painter, they're like, that ain't a real job. Y'all get a real job. You know yeah. what I mean? But I always tell people all the time, um, I don't knock people who have a job at all. Because if that's what you want to do, it's what you want to do. What I do tell people is a job is going to tell you how much that position is worth. Meaning, if this is the position you're going for, this is how much we're going to pay you. Yeah. When you when you do things yourself and working as a hairdresser, you're pretty much working for yourself because you have to build your own clientele. That's going to tell you the worth of the value of what you do. Absolutely. So you'll be able to put a mark on it, a mark on how you feel. You know what I mean? So literally when some um, somebody says, oh, you know, I can get a regular job. Um, I even had worked at the post office for two and a half months and I felt like I was suffocating. Okay. I was, I can't do this. Oh, that's a good job. That's a good job. Well, it's a good job. They start you off at $16 an hour. You know what I mean? I'm, right now I'm 13 years in the game now. So I'm, I'm literally averaging $60 an hour mm-hmm. at, $13 in, at 13 years in the game mm-hmm. and my own schedule and my own freedom. And I don't have to answer anybody, but uncle Sam, okay. Yeah. You know, so it, it, so it's definitely, I think it's becoming more respected, but I feel like to the older generation, it's not, it's not as respected. So I went through the same thing with my assistant at the shop because she was like, oh, I'm going to college. She's a great makeup artist. I said, well, I said, well what are you going to college for? I don't know. I said, oh, okay. So, so I had to break it down to her. And I said, well, what do you love to do? She said, makeup. I said, okay. I said, well, listen, put it this way. I said, you're 18 years old. I said, you go to esthetician school. You be there for for three months. Mm -hmm. You get your esthetician license. If you decide to open up your own salon, you can do that with that license. Mm -hmm. I said, you can, and I said, you like to do makeup. I said, you can do makeup, have your own makeup line, whatever, whatever else you want to do. I said, um, I said, if you ever decide you want to go to college, you can always go. I said, but as of right now, I said, follow your passion Absolutely. because your passion is what's going to keep you 
is what's going to keep you rocking because you're always going to go back to what you're passionate for. So she came back to me. She came back to me. She says, I'm going to go to esthetician school. I pushed her to work on her craft. So what she began to do was practice, 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 go home, practice. And she started generating money, building her clientele. So I asked her, I said, well, how does your family feel about you doing makeup now? She says, they said, I see you taking this seriously. And I told her, that's the number one thing I would tell anybody. If you take it seriously, eventually somebody else would take Absolutely. you seriously. Absolutely. But if you don't, if you don't take your craft seriously and you take it as a joke, somebody else is going to take it as a joke as Absolutely. well. They're not going to play with anything that you don't play with. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what it is. If you want to be a sock seller and sell socks, if you don't <laughs> play with selling them socks, they're going to be like, who got socks? Oh, such and such got socks. They yep. all the socks. Listen, that's how it, that's how it goes. So whatever you do, do it to the fullest and don't play with it. And people will take you seriously. And that's what I have learned. Absolutely. Even the older people. Now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I love that, you know, although you are in a business that is booming and that you can do so much for yourself that you're willing to give back. Talk a little bit more about your nonprofit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. The, the nonprofit is something. The funny part is one of my girlfriends had been told me a couple of years ago, I was like, like, she really need to do. Um, like a beauty camp. And I always, I always wanted to do that. I've always had um, a lot of love and I've I always catered to that teenage, that teenage um, group because I always felt like they were the most understood, misunderstood. Yeah. And that's kind of, I feel like that's how I was when I was their age, misunderstood, kind of like the black sheep. Like, mm-hmm. so I always um, was drawn to that age group. But my, my issue then was I always was like, oh, time, 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 time. I woke up one morning, I literally put a flyer together. I had no curriculum, no nothing. I just put a flyer together and I put it on Instagram and was like, you know what? If somebody wants to be part of this, they're going to get part of this. And yeah. literally within the, like the first two days, two people had signed their kids up. At that point, I said, oh, goodness. <laughs> that means I really, I really got to do this thing yeah. now, okay? So my first year, I was like, you know what? Let me get 10 girls. I'll be fine. I wanted with 16. Mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Um, it definitely was a learning experience for both myself and for the girls because um, they learn so much and they pick up so quickly. I feel like we don't give them as, as much credit as we should. Um, sometimes we're like, oh, well, they're so young. And uh, listen, they they are eager to learn. They're eager to do something. You know what I mean? They they're they're eager for someone to give them give them the skill responsibility and something to do yeah they like they 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 want it you know what i mean and um it was such it was just such a great experience to see how talented how creative you know that these girls were and um even to be able to do it a second year because i didn't know if this year it was going to happen because of the whole covid yeah you know but they literally opened up allowed us to open up two days before the date i picked Mm-hmm. Um, to do the camp. So we want, we had to make them smaller, of course. So we did six girls, but we did three camps. So that's a total of 18 girls we did yeah. this summer. And this summer we taught them how to make wigs. Like I, listen, I had two classes teaching girls how to make wigs and they made them wigs. Yeah, I was like blown away because I'm like, they're 13 years old and 14 years old. And a lot of times we don't think that they're capable of doing things. Mm-hmm. And they are very capable as long as we show them give them the steps and they you only got shown one time one time and they and they do one time awesome so my next question i always ask everyone who comes on the podcast um 
we all carry, I believe on this journey, we carry an invisible backpack. What would you say is in your backpack? If it's songs, people, um, quotes, what is it that helps you through your journey? Okay, so um, I I have multiple things that I do, but the, the number one thing that I have, and, I'm, and I feel like uh, 2020 has really um, reactivated it to a different level, is my faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I feel like, you know, through everything that you do, anything that you do, you're going to get adverse, you're going to get bumps, you're going to get hurdles through everything. But the faith of knowing that I'm going to be okay yeah. allows me to not have the fear to stop me from doing something. It's like, you're going to do it. You'll be fine. Like I hit something and be like, oh goodness. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be all right. So, and I think it's very important for people not to be fearful Um, be fearful but to have faith to know you know what I mean that is like to all any issue I come through I immediately shut down be like you know what God got me I got this God got this I have faith that I'm going to be okay and when I look back at all the things I've been through I said I got through it I was okay I don't care how bad it was I'm like I got through it I was okay so moving forward once you know that you're going to get through something you'll be okay that's just the process mm-hmm. I feel like you're it opens up the door for you to really explore and be you and do everything that your heart desires mm-hmm. because you're not scared of the unknown yeah you know it, whether the un- when the unknown comes you know that you're going to be okay mm-hmm. and you're going to get through it that's just part of the process so that's that's something I always I always carry with me like nope you're, you're gonna be all right <laughs> Yeah. I tell people to always look at their past experiences that they thought they wasn't going to get through mm-hmm. and they got through it. So I might reflect on that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, so there's so much I, I, that comes to mind when I think of you. Before I ask you this next question, um, I forgot to talk about that. this part of your journey. You just, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you finished it yet, but you are, you've been on tour. You've been, what's it, boss? <laughs> before we go oh, to the um, last yeah. question, tell me about that. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, let me, th- this is such a crazy thing, okay? Oh my God. Um, boss is that business is such a crazy thing. My girlfriend was like, Lex, I think I'm going to go over to Denver because a lot of my clients are in Denver and I want to, you know, explore that. So I said, okay. I said, we know. I said, I don't mind. I said, if you want company, I'll come with you. Not a problem. Then I called up. I was like, you know, you want to do a whole tour? She was like, absolutely. I'm like, all right. I said, well, I'll come over to your house tonight. We'll pan out all the cities and we'll go from there. I went to her house that night. We panned out 10 cities. Not only did we pan them out, we booked all the flights. Mm-hmm. When I say, because of the whole COVID thing, these flights were cheaper, I want to say we booked a 10 city tour. Flights came up to maybe 60 bucks. I mean, $600, it? 60 wow. bucks a piece. $600, $600, that was a round trip to 10 different places. Wow. So we was like, it just, we couldn't believe it. And it was like, it was like this, it was meant for us to do it because it just, everything just fell into place. It was so easy. Like it was so easy. We like, couldn't believe it. So we still got two cities left. We're learning so much by traveling, traveling, just seeing 
other areas, seeing other people, seeing how things how things are being done. And when people ask us like, well, what are y'all doing? We really don't even know. <laughs> Once again, we just jumped out there on faith. We just like we jumped out there. This was more of a learning experience for us. We did what we what, only what we know. And what we know is talking to people and passing out flyers. Yeah. But through that, we've made a lot of connections. We've learned different things about different areas. You know, um, so now we already have been talking about doing our second tour. Our second tour will be a little bit more targeted, you know, targeted now to exactly what we want. But we had to start somewhere in order for the doors to open. But what it did open the door for me was it began since I started traveling it began opening the door for me now to begin traveling to hair schools. Mm. So I actually just did my second hair school uh, free demonstration to the to wow. the students on how to make a wig on a sewing machine. I literally take all my supplies in my sewing machine. I go there and I do an hour and a half demonstration on, and I make an entire wig in front of them and, wow. and they can ask me all the questions and pick my brain. So it opened up a door for that. That's amazing. Which I always tell people, you might walk through one door and that one door you walk through might not be for you, but it might lead you to another door that's for yeah. you. Sometimes it's the tunnel to get you to another door. You know what I mean? So... I'm like, I'm very open right now to see where it's going to take me, but I'm really enjoying it right now. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. Yes. So um, you've been dropping nuggets the whole time. We're getting ready to wrap up. (laughs) But I want you, if you could give any words of encouragement, uh, inspiration to someone who might go on a journey very similar to yours, what would they be? Um, My, my, definitely my words is don't wait. Now, all I can say, activate, activate, push the button now. You ain't got to plan it. You don't got to plan it because most of the time things don't go planned anyway. You don't got to wait. It's it's nothing of a perfect time. It's no such thing as perfect time and perfect day, perfect nothing. You just do it. Yeah. You just do it. And that is the, the best advice I can give someone is because life is short, tomorrow's not promised, and your happiness and your joy and your substance of life is one of the biggest things that you want to have, okay? It's just being able to genuinely 100% be happy, and you're only happy doing what you love. So if you're waiting on it, waiting on it, then you're you're taking away from your, your life. So absolutely, just do it. All people want to do something, just, just do it. That's it. Yes. I love it. Uh, so what's next for you? What, what can we expect uh, to come from you and your many uh, endeavors? Well, what I'm doing now, um, I'm actually in the process of, I'm going to do a, a Zoom class for, um, for everybody, of course, but um, I have a special prices for students and beauty professionals but I'm doing a big zoom class this will be my first zoom class that I've ever done um my goal is 100 people it's going to be January 24th where I will be um um teaching them how to make a wig on a sewing machine um I also am dropping in January a uh, mentorship program for people who want to get inside the beauty business mm-hmm. um i can't say i'm a i can coach them because i'm still trying to get certain things in order that i want to get ordered but i can mentor them where they can i can at least 
talk to them about what I've been through mm-hmm. and kind of guide them in, in the in the right direction to keep them on your path or kind of be like that big sister, like, let me hold your hand, like, this is what you do type thing. Yeah. So that's going to launch in January, but that's that's definitely for the uh, anybody interested in the beauty business yeah. and that part of it. So that's all coming in January. I'm setting all those good things up now. So I'm excited about that. Yay. So before we end, I want everyone to be able to follow you, to follow your businesses, to stay in the loop. I know it's a couple of them, but I want you to give everybody <laughs> all of your social medias. Um, <laughs> they need to know in every single way how they can support you. If it's through one of your businesses, your nonprofit, just tell them how they can stay in contact with you. Absolutely. Well, my personal page is Cookie Jar by Lex. Cookie Jar by Lex. And that page, I list everything inside of my bio from all my different businesses. I like people to come to my personal page because that's when you see my personality and you see more of what I do on a regular basis. So you understand that this is real over here. Okay. Um, But it'll give you, if you go to that uh, profile page, it'll show you the bundle boosters, um, the bundle boosters, uh, Instagram, bundle boosters, wigs, Instagram the Alexis Baxter Foundation Instagram and the Kose Beauty Lounge Instagram. And each one of those, they all have their own um, website that will show upcoming classes, upcoming camps. Um, You can look at uh, photos, videos, um, seminars of everything that that I've done and everything that's coming up. Cookie Jar by Lex. (laughs) Cookie Jar by Lex. So just like how you spell cookie, C-O-O-K-I-E. Yep. Jar J A R by B Y Lex L E X. Make sure you guys follow amazing things. If you know, um, if you are looking for some some hair, a wig, if you know uh, a kid who is interested in getting into the beauty business, make sure you guys get in contact with her. You will not be disappointed. Lex, I thank you for coming onto this podcast. Um, I knew it was gonna be amazing. Or we would not have had so many Thank technical you. difficulties tonight. <laughs> I actually don't Ooh. mind it. I don't and listen. I, listen, like I said, not, it never goes as planned. However, it goes, goes is planned. how it's supposed to be planned. How it's- it's-